Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. A lot of us have heard the term manifestation where you think about what you want and then you eventually get it. Basically, you create your universe. You bring it to you. But before you can do that, you have to experience something called embodiment. I'm not even 100% sure what it is, but it's the, the game changer to really getting you on the field to play the game, if you will. And she's going to tell us more about that and explore all of this. Uh, really center yourself. That's what we're going to do today. She is an author, speaker, Reiki master, teacher, intuitive. She's everything in the metaphysical world. <laughs> yeah. I look at her. She's like the one-stop shop. And she's <laughs> Becky Kuhn, and she's back with us. Hey, Becky, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? Um, good. I'm good. I'm, tr- I'm intrigued. Learning about manifesting reading books on it, uh, okay. not yeah. properly harnessing the power of it. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't gotten there yet. I know, I know I'm not doing it right or, or to the, the extent that it needs to be done properly to create. Um, but maybe embodiment <laughs> is missing <laughs> for me. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I don't think there's any right or wrong to how we do this. It's about learning and growing and right. It's, it's whatever stage we're at, we're gaining the wisdom that we need to move forward. And so for me and working with energy and the body and the soul, the key is really pulling that soul essence into physical form. This, this body, this form is how we experience the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so when we can really fully integrate that higher awareness that is us, the soul essence that is us, um, into this physicality, that's where magic happens. That's where um, things get magnetized to you. We have to do it with, I, I, I like to call it the marriage of the soul and the body, this hmm. beautiful integration that takes place. So do I have but this right? what does right? it mean? Yeah, well, yes, we, we're going to find out, I, I'm sure. <laughs> But is it is it a, where you know we have our soul, we have this physical body thing. There are some believe some that do believe that we are human beings having a spiritual experience, and then there's some that believe that we are spiritual beings and we're just in this shell called a a body for a period of time, and then you're not, and then but but that spirit still lives on. But yes. what we're talking about is that the the marriage, the connection of the soul and the body, where, where they yes. meet, that crossroad, if you will. Yeah, the crossroad. And the crossroad happens in the form, in in the body. Um, so when I'm doing breathing techniques with people, I'm always bringing them into the body, feeling the body, feeling the breath, feeling the, the chest rise and, and fall, feeling the energy of, you know, gratitude or love or, you know, appreciation, compassion, those energies bring you to center and center is um, considered this heart space, Mm. right? Seat of the soul, they consider it. And it's when we, when we're able to kind of bring that essence and kind of get out of this mind and, um, and, and, and come into an awareness of our body, our body is highly intelligent. We have wisdom in the body, the body carries wisdom, but it also is very important that when we're working with manifestation and we're working with um, learning how to manage our own energy field and awarenesses that we honor this body 
that we that we really pull ourselves into this physical form because the form is where we experience our world right we can have amazing experiences out of body in fact back in the day that was the thing to do right mm. <laughs> it's like it was like let's have an out of body experience but, right yeah, let's, but let's let's talk about that for a split second because that used to okay. be a thing like oh, i think i had yeah. a had a body experience what is that what does that mean it's like it's 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 at, it's like at dream state. It's almost like the dream state, right? Where you are in another place. You're able to, through meditation, or people did it with different kinds of, uh, you know, uh, medicinal uh, drugs or you know things like that. People would go to a different state of awareness hmm. and literally feel like they're not in physical form, but they're at a higher dimension or they're a different location or they're. Um, they're in a different, just in a different zone. It's like a dream state. Um, why, why would you want to? Well, a lot of people felt like they were connecting to their higher self, right? They're okay. connecting to God. They're connecting to, they're connecting to this energy that can be amazing because it's a, it's a high frequency awareness of, of who we are. And um, so a lot of people felt like enlightenment was happening and happening out of body. Like, you know, the, the yogis and and some of those people back in you know the 60s and 70s they were experimenting with okay what does it feel like to have these out of body amazing experiences right and mm-hmm. connecting and and feeling like you're connecting to yourself like you truly, finally you finally made that that connection yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. but what i think we're discovering is that it's that it's but it's the the, the physical form that we experience our life through that's here. It's here. We're, we're dense form bodies on the planet. We have to create through this body. We have to experience our, our love and our light through the body. It's not about just leaving all the time and checking out. It's mm-hmm. about how do I bring that higher awareness and bring it actually feel like I'm bringing it into my body. And then that's that is where creation happens. That is where manifestation happens. That is where the magic takes place. And so what does it feel like, Steve? Um, It's a little bit different for everybody. So again, a simple example is like when you get the body chills, if somebody says something to you and your body responds, right? And you get chills, you're embodying that awareness. You're embodying what that person said, or you're embodying you know, that moment, that means the body's responding. Chills, um, those kinds of things are, are the body awakening to that. Hmm. So, so when, you're, when you're in a space and the body responds like that, you're embodying that awareness. Does that make sense? It's starting to. And, okay. and the, why I say that is, and this is ridiculous, but I'm going to share it. Meditation. I try I, I, I do, even in the morning now, when I wake up, I go into uh, what I feel is a, a meditative state. Sometimes I fall back as, to sleep and I've heard that's actually pretty good because you're yeah. really in a, a deeper state. Yes. But somebody said to me what meditation really is, and it never I never thought of it this way, but duh, it was clear. Meditation is essentially connecting with yourself, real like what we're talking about here. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, meditation is probably one of the most important things you can do to connect with yourself. Right. 
And then it helps you begin to be aware of the subtle shifts in the body, the subtle shift in awareness. Um, Like, for example, when I connect to the dimension that my husband who passed four years ago is in, I literally feel a sensation of cool energy. I can, I've, I've got to where I can, I can feel one side of my body gets kind of cool. And so that's my body helping me integrate the information that maybe isn't easy to explain, or it's a dimension that, you know, it's, it's a field of awareness that I wouldn't have otherwise, but my body, my body helps validate it for me. I want to share something that was, came out in news today and and we're talking about the body and love. We're talking about love too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, love is everything. And so the question is when you feel love, where do you feel it? So a lot of people, a lot of times will say, well, I feel it in my heart, but they say how you answer might depend on what type of love it is. A study found that when it's love for a stranger or pet, most people say it's their head or their heart, but with true love, it's your whole body. You feel it everywhere. And I don't mean, you know, it doesn't even have to be for another person. It just could be life. Like I'm, I'm so fantastic. If you get to that point where you're just like, so in love with life, joy, (laughs) right. Where it's just like, this is, whoa, feeling, I'm feeling it all over. It's so great. And you know, we don't feel it all the time. Maybe you're having, Mm -hmm. having a great day and good things have happened and you're just, your vibration is like way up, but Mm -hmm. they say Mm -hmm. it's through your whole body where a lot of us think Mm -hmm. you feel it here or you feel it here. And literally, that was a study that just came out. They they researched, talked to people. I just read it this morning. I just want to share it because we kind of were talking about that. Yeah, well, and it it is a whole body experience, a whole body response. When you when you can step into that kind of, I, I call it a sacred connection. There there's a there's a an aspect to that whole body experience is very sacred, and um, the body the body is just you know, we'll step into a state of joy. Like you said, it lights up your cells light up. You feel it in all aspects of your physicality. Um, Is it a a process of getting rid of things? Let me, let me see if I can explain this best. Okay. Is it, is it more of trying to gain things to get those, that feeling or closer to yourself that, that uh, embodiment, or is it more of a process of, letting things go so you can get to that spot. Letting things go would be forgiving people who have done you wrong, uh, letting go of the past, uh, letting go of all the things and distractions in your life and the stress and the anxiety. Once you've got that off your plate, easier said than done, I get it. But if you can, does that really get you closer to the embodiment that we're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not, there's a, you know, our thoughts carry an energetic frequency, Steve. And yeah. I, I don't know how to explain this really well, but, but you know, we, we, what we believe, what we think, it holds an energy and we can think really bad about ourselves. And it's like, it holds a dense feeling, a hard feeling, right? We're, we're, if we're hard on ourselves, um, whereas when we can come from a place of letting go, it is what it is. I love life regardless. I know that I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Um, there's a there's an uplifting that happens and a door opens. Mm. That's where so, I was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
how fun is that? I mean, we, and we all can do it. We all can do it. I mean, if if you're in physical form on this body and you're being, I say, animated by the spirit, you have access to be able to learn how to do that. We all do it, Steve. We all do it in small ways, right? Anytime, anytime we create something that we had a vision for, we're literally manifesting. Um, so it's bringing that inspired thought, right? The wisdom of the higher self inspired thought and you're, and you're moving it into the body and then you're creating with these hands or, you know, a plan or whatever, um, you actually manifest it through the form. So in manifesting, it's like, what is it? What does it smell like when you have a vision? Sure. What does it smell like? What does it look like? What does it sound like? You're using your senses to actually magnif- magnify and amplify the vision, right? On the back end, based on what we're, we're saying here, if you have negative thoughts, mm-hmm. you're manifesting more of that. Yes, absolutely. Because again, energy likes energy. Energy wants to mesh. Energy wants to balance. Energy wants to come together with like energy. So if you're continually negative, if you're continually down on yourself, the thing that the very thing that you're drawing to you is more of that kind of energy because you'll magnetize that. Hmm. And it's not easy to get out of. I'm not saying by any stretch uh, to change old patterns and old tapes is easy because it's it's not, but it's something that we absolutely can do as humans. Yeah. Power, we're, more, we're way more powerful than we realize, Steve. A billion percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we can. It's, I, I think, you know, if you have negative thoughts, or let's say you can't forgive somebody or whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I believe we feel it's all right to be able to think that. You know, just uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that because it makes me feel better in some ways because mm-hmm. I'm, pro- I'm trying to process it. But really, in effect, all you're doing is asking for more of that negativity. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, be careful what you ask for. So, and you're not necessarily who, who's going to ask for negative negativity. Yeah, bring it on. Can't wait to have it over here. No, but th- you're thinking it, and therefore it is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is a part of your life, and therefore more will be a part of your life because you're still thinking those negative thoughts, whatever they might be. Mm-hmm. Well, and truthfully, it, it, it's no, uh, again, there's no right or wrong to where we are as people and where our awareness is. Right. But, but when you're like, cause sometimes anger is a catalyst, right? Anger is a catalyst to move energy, to get you to do something different or to, to move something sure. forward away. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not good or bad, but it's but it's learning how to check yourself. Where is that thought coming from? Who's, whose thought is that? Is it the negative thought from my, growing up hearing this? You know, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or is it or is it something that, um, you know, you you um, can let go of? Right. Is it something that is you or is it something else? I mean, beginning to kind of learn your own. Uh, you know, your who you are as a person um, can help you then step into awareness. Hmm. Uh, even to your point that negativity sometimes can be a little okay. Uh, stress. If you didn't have stress, right? Every we all lived here. 
Flatline, nothing going on. Here it is. I've got a big meeting coming up. Okay, great. I'm a football player. I'm going on the field. All right, great. Fantastic. Going to play another game. Nothing would happen. There would be right. no no peaks. You know, right. okay, so now you have a important presentation to make to a you know group of 300 people. Uh, a little bit of stress. It's going to yeah. challenge you and push you to do better. Football it's, player on yes. the field. We got to win this game. All right, we got to, you know, I got money on the line here. I got to kick it up a little bit here. And there's going to be a little, you know, right. jolt there going. So though it's things like that are good. When, I guess when you manage them. Yes. Yes. When it's a balance, right? It's all about balance and awareness. And if you're feeling, if, if, if the negative negativity is a self-judgment, self-incriminating energy all the time, you're going to not feel good. You're going to create um, disease. I mean, they say 80, 85% of all disease begins with stress. I mean, you know, it's probably even higher than that, really. Um, but so, so the body wisdom is what what we need to learn how to work with, and and it's amazing what happens when people begin to go. Oh, this this whole body is intelligent. Our whole body, like um, I do a lot of heart based stuff. That's that's where I'm coming from. But my body responds to energy all the time, Steve. But it's, you know, I've learned how to hone that skill. People can do that though, too. I'm not alone. We're, we're all, we all have the ability to hone that skill and, um, and we can hone it for the good, for what we want to manifest a life that you dream of having. How do you mean that you, you hone it, you, you use the energy, all of that? How do you mean? So when I'm working with someone, we start to pay attention to the very subtle subtle realm of body feeling. So for example, if I'm, if I'm doing Reiki on someone and I feel like my hand will begin to vibrate over a certain point and I will feel it and I'll stay there for a moment and I'll say, Hmm, we got something going on here. Your body's talking to me. So then I will ask the person to feel into that. What's going on in that part of your body? Can you tell me, is there an emotion related to that? Can you feel that little bit of vibration? And eventually people will get to where they're like, wow, I can't believe you picked up on that. Hmm. Like I'm kind of having some pain there right now or, you know, whatever it is, Steve, but it, it's learning that the body has these subtle cues, right? It'll give us clues all the time about what's happening. Can you do that virtually as well? Yes, absolutely. Wow. I do it all. Of- How does that work? <laughs> and, and I've had I've Reiki virtual and in person. When mm-hmm. you're when you're doing a session with somebody uh, virtually, mm-hmm. how do you pick up on the energy of let's say their right arm, whatever it might be? Uh, mm-hmm. And is it in real time? Do you say, okay, I've got something going on here? Because I've had I have had uh, Reiki sessions where the practitioner just set a time, eight o'clock, be in a comfortable spot. Light a candle, mm-hmm. no electronics around. Right. Uh, let's do it before you go to bed, and didn't even hear, hear a word till the next day of things that they found, and it was sure. it was definitely interesting and and sure. and, and, sure. and uh, accurate. Uh, how do how do you do it? So when I'm working with somebody live, so I I typically do Zoom. I, I'm typically connecting with someone. I'm visually connecting with them. So. Um, I, I mean, I've done it over the phone too. You can, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can do it over the phone. You can do it. I just have the person do exactly like what you said, just relax into it. And I'll, you know, get with you later and let you know what come up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but typically I'm on a Zoom with someone, I'm visually seeing them, and I'm just tapping into my intuitive awareness and paying attention to what's coming up for them. So energy knows no bounds. So for me, it happens in real time when I'm working with someone. And so, but I will also prompt them. I will also prompt them and say, okay, I have something, I have something I'm picking up on here. Do yep. you sense it? What What are you picking up on? So it's a very, when I do a zoom with someone and it's distance, it's a two-way street. I'm engaging them in the process because I want them to learn how to tap in right to their own body and the energy that is, that is showing them the different things that's happening. I want to so, learn how to do Reiki on myself. Oh, totally. Totally. I do it all the time. It's amazing. It's beautiful. I, I, I'm going to share something. It may sound like totally off base. Uh, last week, beginning of last week, uh, it was leading into the, the week. There was a lot of stress that I had uh-huh. going on. And uh-huh. I had a like super tight feeling all here. Really bad. Like it was just like up in here, almost like swallowing was a, a little concerning. I'm like, what is going on here? Right away, made an appointment with a uh, massage therapist, licensed. Uh, she did her thing, you know, a little bit of relief, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm getting worried. Like, okay, could this be something more? Mm-hmm. And then I said, mm-hmm. you know, based on Reiki principles, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. I just took my hand. I'm like, this needs to heal right now. And I just kind of talked to myself and mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. Three days, two days later, it subsided. And it, and that to the point gone, it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, I wonder yeah. if I made a difference in it because the, absolutely, I think so too. Absolutely. We, if we place our hands on our body, just placing your hands on your own body will is healing. Like we, we are born with energy. Like we're, we, we have this energy in us. Um, when you become a Reiki practitioner, you're honing those skills and you're learning, right, how to use those energies. But we all have it, Steve. We all have it. And so placing yeah. your hand with intention, with right? Intention. Yeah. You absolutely affected change. No doubt about it. And and we we can do it all the time. You know, just placing our hands on our own body and talking to our body, talking to ourselves, saying, thank you for guiding me and working with me. And now what do I need to do to support you? I talk to my body all the time. I talk to my cells, Steve, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what you did intuitively. You know, when you look at it one way from the outside in, like, oh, that's kind of ridiculous, really. <laughs> but then when you're on the other side of it and realizing it and you know, studying a little bit and learning, then it's like, wow, that actually can work. Um, I totally believe it. I, and I'm, I'm convinced that it made a difference. I, there's not even because I had the intent and I had, right. The, yeah. Right. Hmm. Well, and it's not going to hurt. What I mean, to lose, you know? Um, hmm. So yeah, but the body's amazing. Our bodies are designed to be that, that radar for spirit. We, like, so, so it, it's like I said, it's the, it's the marriage of the two, the soul essence of us that knows and has higher wisdom connected to source and this amazing body that we have, that we walk life with. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's fun to explore. It's fun to learn. It's fun to experience. Oh yeah. And then as you do, 
at least I'm seeing in my journey, I feel like I'm getting closer to that, that crossroad where you, you're connected from your soul to your body. You know, you, you start here having no idea. I don't know. Yeah. This crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff. These two people on this podcast are freaks to the point where <laughs> yeah. now, as you start yeah. learning it and experiencing it, you get closer to that where you're there. It's like, wow, I, I feel like I'm truly connected with myself. And, and like we said, that's where the magic of the manifestation truly, yeah. truly can begin. Well, and think about it. You're holding an energy within when you're there. You you hold an energy that people notice, people pay attention to. People feel it, Steve. They feel it from you. Yeah. And and why not spread more of that kind of energy, right? Why not? <laughs> it's the same thing. And we're just about out of time, but it's the same yeah, thing okay. what a smile will do. You walk past a group of people, strangers, and you're not smiling. You're just like, all right, they're going to respond a certain way. When you mm-hmm. smile, of course, visually, you see the other person smiling, but there's more going on there. There's yeah. an exchange of energy. You're transmitting yeah. something. It's not just the smile. I bet you if those people were wearing blindfolds and you were smiling and walked past them, they probably would pick up on it and say something because of the energy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the exciting thing is science is starting to prove a lot of this stuff, Steve. So it's not, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, like really out there stuff, but, um, you know, uh, spirituality and science are coming together. I a billion percent agree. And it's, it's now in the last, even in the last five years, there's been advances in it because I was involved in a lot of this stuff 12, 15 years ago, never dug into it more on a marketing side, but people Mm -hmm. weren't grabbing grabbing onto it like they are today and realizing, whoa, there is something going on here. Uh, But I think it's because it's backed up by science. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, You help people with this all the time. And if uh, it's great, I love it. I I don't think I'm going to be very honest. I don't think I've ever met anybody in this arena that is so passionate and so plugged in and, just loves helping people with all of these tools. You're it. I've never seen anybody. (laughs) Well, thank you for seeing me, Steve. I mean, thank you because- You can feel it. I mean, talk about being grounded. You're like completely grounded. (laughs) Amazing. It really is amazing. Bottle it and sell it. Uh, Okay. How how do we find you? Your your website is your name, right? Yes. Website's my name, B-E-C-K-I-K-O-O-N.com. Final question. Love the spelling of your name. How did that come about? I, not a Y. I have no idea. Really? Okay. <laughs> my parents, my parents just wanted it to be a little bit unique. So it there is, we go. It is. It is a little bit unique because it's not I'm, Rebecca. It's just Becky. And there's another, that's an interesting thing there too. I mean, I have a yeah. friend, Becky, when I see the name, you know, I see it in a Y and that's, you know, that's, that's to me, that's, you know, kind of most of us expect it, but seeing the I yeah. just a little bit different and that's because yeah. you are. Thank you. <laughs> In thank good, you Steve. in a good way. Um, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thanks. See you. Had a great time. We'll see you soon. Yep. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. 
but this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.